We hope you enjoy listening to Once in a Blue Midnight podcast. Your host is Rachel Lawson, poet and author, the writer of the works you shall hear in this podcast. Vivian and the Reaper's Mortal Coil Extended The Reaper had one dream to live as a mortal man. Cain crew, he was human, so it did seem. So he went to see a show, to be with the mortals as a man. The flesh and blood grim reaper sat feeling human. He saw a beautiful lady, she was an actress. He couldn't help but love her. Her name was Vivian McCann. He couldn't resist meeting her. She asked for a name to address him. Grim. Michael Grim, said the reaper to his love. What do you do for a job? She asked him. I'm a guide. It's all he could think of. He fought. For his life, he was grim. He knew one day he would take her life. Are you all right? Vivian asked, seeing his sad face. Yes, I am fine, he said a little too quickly. Her face had lost its grace. He smiled nicely. He knew he lost her. So he apologised and took his leave. He spied his reflection as he left the theatre, saw his flesh did disappear, his second death and loss of a second chance. He did forever grieve. If and when life is granted to me, I shall be a man of flesh and blood, shall be part of me, I will live on in the flesh and not scare you my Vivian I will live as a man by your side and try to make you happy but I am dead to the world and at least we'll meet again the reaper dreaming of Vivian fought when they again did meet she didn't know him He had been so anxious to meet her, there was a problem. He was scared of her recognising him. He acted aloof, but his heart was racing. Vivian, you will die. There are no buts about it. A skeletal man, Benedictine monk's outfit, said. Said Vivian in reply. But, but staring at his head. The reaper half stopped saying, but you can't deny or bargain with me. Vivian took a deep breath and said, so you came for me? Death said sharply as a blade, yes, I have. You died at midnight. Vivian sobbed slightly. Midnight. It's five to midnight. 
The reaper looked as awkward as a skeleton could. Vivian cried triumphantly as a prisoner reprieved to execution would. You're early. I'm alive. The reaper understood. The reaper said nervously, I will take you at midnight. Vivian asked nervously as the reaper was, What killed me? Tonight. The reaper snapped back. I did. Vivian shook her head and said, No, not you. My cause of death. Can you tell me, or is it forbid? Death laughed and said, Stroke. It started when you awoke. Vivian shouted, I'm not having a stroke. I am not dying. The reaper said, Then why are you crying? The reaper said, And why are you speaking like you have a stroke? My dear. Vivian noticed she was having a stroke. She recognised the symptoms. She was struck by fear. Her death was coming, and coming soon. Five minutes had passed. She died alone, with death in the light of the moon. As you mortals live, you exist in your little mortal world till death I give. You dwell in life on days bittersweet, knowing one day we'll meet. You dwell on the little things which one day will be forgotten while I wait for you, my begotten. You fear me, and yet you fear lying alone in oblivion. Yes, I'm talking to you. Hear me, Vivian. Don't turn away from me. It is the truth. Do I need to give you proof? Lost in death's cold grasp. I'm within his clasp. I see his scythe, his bony hands. I know. I will lose my life. He leads three dogs of death. I feel I'm breathing my last breath. The terror consumes my entire soul. I'm sure it's his goal. He takes me to another world to dwell in the land of the dead. In the never world. Lost in death's cold grasp. I'm beyond life's last gasp. I know not where I'm going with this harbinger of death. My soul is being led to a world which I see as a fiery breath. Deeper and deeper we go into hell, the underworld. I see it as a fading old world with fading ghosts. Souls unfurled, the soul asked of death, Why is the world here disappearing? Death replied, Vivian, this world is a memory, like all memories, it 
fades as time passes, the centre of the region being nearing. The region was brown and fading. The inhabitants were various stages of fading to oblivion. The reaper said, We are here now. I shall leave you now, Vivian. I fear I am truly lost and alone in hell. Forever shall I fade, be forgotten and dwell. Jack Taylor thought it was card. He spent his life taunting Mortimer, Death's king, unknowing, calling him Dr. Death. When he died, he was no different. He was a knave in death too. He a reaper met. He was no better. He fought was as a clown was an ace. To the reaper, Jack was a knave. Jack, you obviously have guessed who I am and why I am here, an odd-looking man said to Jack Taylor. Santa? Jack said in reply to this. Oh, Ivy, you're blind, stupid, or a little smart aleck, said the grim reaper, palming his face. Actors, he huffed. Not Santa, eh? Jack said. Of course not. I'm Sharon. The Grim Reaper, here to take you to hell, snapped the Reaper. I thought you were a little thin, Sharon. Jack taunted. You lout, I'm Sharon, not Sharon. Come with me. The reaper said, grabbing Jack's hand and dragging him on his way. Go to hell, Sharon. Not going anywhere with you, Jack said, pulling away from the reaper. Sharon won't leave you, Jack, shouted the reaper. I didn't want to do this, but if I have to use necromancy, I will. You are dead. Follow me. Jack could not refuse the reaper's demand. He was scared. He knew he was going to hell, and he couldn't prevent it. Why is this never an easy job? huffed the reaper. Down, down. We go ever eternally down, till we end in a land of fading hues of brown. I look around and see... We weren't alone. Where I was exiled was a murky shadow of a town. It was populated with people who fade with time. Like the land to nothing, ghosts of those dead and gone, fading memories of the living, reaching second death in oblivion. I see someone I know. She was partly faded. Her name was Vivian. She said, All disappear who have died. The soul is but a fading memory of life. The reaper is the ruler of this land of strife.
ghosts in the living world, destined to fade and die again. Like a pen, ink just runs out, fades. So goes the living and dead of men. We dream not of the light. We are imprisoned in the night. Why do we cry? Because it's a lie. In death's cold realm. A land where death is at the helm. We are but a fading memory. Like sand. Soon disappear. On board of emery. Only temporary. I envy you living forever, eternal life. It must be good to live and not die and be forgotten, Vivian said to the Reaper. Some may say they want eternal life. It is not what they think it's like. All things change and fade like memory. All things are temporary. Eons pass like minutes, centuries like seconds. Ask me of days, Vivian. To me they are nothing, Reaper confided in his friend, the fading ghost Vivian. He looked sorry for him. I believe you. Even I'll fade to oblivion as all do, she said. They say time is relative. It truly is, for one trapped in eternal death. Mortals are born to die, but I died to live forever. I lose, the reaper said. Everything and everyone in time. Friends, enemies, things I like and love. Vivian laughed, trying to cheer him up. At least you lose enemies. No one needs enemies. Enemies and conflict make you grow. They are adversity. Without adversity, nothing changes, the Reaper said sadly. They also make you stronger. Oh, I never thought of enemies like that. They were just pests to me. Made life harder, Vivian said. They test you, make you work harder to overcome them, the reaper said sadly. I miss my enemies, but more will come, the reaper sighed sadly, and they'll go. They may call this place hell, but the true hell is eternal life, or in my case, eternal death. I live for eternity. I die never. I am immortal, however. Apart from my infirmity, I will live forever. People think I'm dead. I am, of course, not. I am the reef and my home is hot. I live with the ghosts and all the undead. I take the dead souls to my underworld plot. The living fear me, and the dead near me live. The ghosts fade with time since 
they were alive. In time I will be alone, I foresee. I hope I'm wrong. I will not my fate forgive. One old Hallow's Eve. Death a scary plot did conspire. He dressed as a jester to take his victims. No one was amused by his attire. He was sad to be shown nearer of his predictions. Death took his friend, the fading ghost Vivian, trick or treating. They knocked door to door and ended up arrested for terrorizing. Now they don't trick or treat anymore. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. If you want to listen to more of my stories and poems, come back later to Once in a Blue Midnight podcast anytime.